Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart and the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered, and the Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food to those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and all those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verses 1 to 5. If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass, and if he says, Let us go after other gods which you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. The Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and you shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet or the dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has taught rebellion against the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of slavery to make you leave leave the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. You shall purge evil from your midst. Matthew chapter 8 verses 28 to chapter 9 verse 1 And when he came to the other side of the country in the Garnez, two demon-possessed men met him, coming out of the tombs so fierce that no one could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you done with us, O Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a herd of many pigs was feeding at some distance from them. And the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the pigs, and behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea, drowning in the waters. The herdsmen fled, And going to the city, they told everything, especially what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. Good morning. This is Tim Tribble, broadcasting from Sacramento, California. Today's readings come to us from Psalm 111, Deuteronomy chapter 13, verses 1 to 5, 
and Matthew chapter 8 verses 28 to chapter 9 verse 1. In today's readings we are continuing on a theme that we've had the last couple of days of being true to God. So in Deuteronomy today we're talking about a false prophet and you'll see several references throughout the Bible this is an Old Testament reference. Of course, there's the New Testament references in Revelation and others about the false prophet, the Antichrist, etc., etc. And it's very important, and God's making a big point here, as we don't listen to them. And they can be very convincing. Um, we can pick examples over the years. I'm sure you know some. You've, you've heard some things, seen some things. I mean, obviously, the, the cult activities are kind of a big one. These cults loosely based on some form of the Bible um, type things that we've seen over the years. But there is a, a lot of uh, folks out there who uh, take and try to, whether it's their personal gain or uh, just getting us off the track, uh, Satan not wanting us to... Um, remain true to God coming along and trying to get us to change things. Now, one of the kind of difficult parts of that, though, is a lot of people use this statement, this, this staying true to God, um, that means that we don't change our interpretation of things as time goes on. So there are things in the, in the, when you take the Bible literally, there are things in the Bible that you sit there and go, eh, we're not doing that anymore. Um, and we've changed. We, we, we're now preaching, uh, I believe in, a God of unending compassion and love and grace. Mm -hmm. God loves everyone. God forgives everyone. Mm -hmm. Um doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want it just means that God is there and God loves all of us uh, that's why when you read in John everybody knows John 3.16 uh, the rest of it is not to judge the world or condemn the world but to save it so you know there's um, a little different vibe there so again when we're going through and looking at things and how do we avoid this well my personal belief and what I practice when I have see different things coming along, quoting scripture, you know, trying to bring themselves into something, uh, you know, we should, you know, Christians should be this way. Is it an act of love? Well, that kind of, you know, filters out quite a few things. There, there's a lot of things out there that are being touted uh that are not acts of love. This is not God's love. This is not uh, loving your neighbor as yourself. Loving your neighbor as yourself does not include acts of violence. It does not mean that um, we're going to put down a group of people. Um, it means that we love and, and understand. We don't have to agree with it. We don't have to do it. But we love them and it's a real difficult thing for us to wrap our minds around because we 
kind of have this different version of qualified love. Um, I was raised that way in the uh, uh, churches that I grew up in as a child. Is God loves us as long as we earned it or deserved it. And I now have come to know that that's not the way it works. God loves us. So when I'm looking at how do I look at something as a false prophet or someone who uh, is espousing something that is not true to the way God wants us to be. Well, a big one for me in filtering that out is, is this an act of love or is this an act of exclusion? Is it an act that is bringing hatred towards a group or a person? Um, and that's, uh, for me, a very good way that I start off filtering things. Um, the other thing is, it, it's really important for us um, to understand what God's writing and what God's saying um, in the Bible. Uh, being involved in a study group, learning more about the background of things in the Bible, um, makes a very big difference in how we are able to stay true to what God wants. Uh, a lot of things in the Bible um, are uh, literary. So these were oral traditions written down over thousands of years by different people at different times in the language of the day. Then they were brought into other languages and over time different translations so none of us are reading original Hebrew original Greek we don't do that um, so and even the copies that we have of scripture aren't the originals they're later so they've been translated and, and reworked by other people we know in looking at translations especially the ones that the friars did where they had the copy guys that sat in the rooms and copied there's things that are crossed out there's notes in the side um, all kinds of things that go on so it's good to know that and to understand how things got to where they are today but again it goes back to in my mind is this an act of love am i being loving towards someone am i helping them improve their life, their situation in life, uh, however you want to want to phrase it. So that's something to, to look at when uh, you're doing things is look at, well, you know, is this the is this something God would do? Is this something uh, is this love? Is this is this understanding? Is this compassion? Amen. A prayer for the church from the Book of Common Prayer. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. Fill it with all truth, in all truth, with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is an error, direct it. Where it is in anything amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it where it is divided, reunite it. 
for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. See you.